0: all right all right all right what's up everyone as you can see we have a slightly new setup here i hope you all like it because
1: we are on video not sure how to
0: celebrate maybe luann look luann is still here though we have the win. Who, by the way, just got in a little bit of trouble last night, but I'll get into that later. So, season one of Bravo and Blaze was obviously so fun for me, which I kind of already knew that was going to happen. But what I did not know is how well it was going to do. I. I'm so overwhelmed with how many of you have interacted, have listened. I just am so humbled and I feel so grateful, so thankful. We hit over 1,200 plays. I did not think we were going to get anywhere near that. With over 100 unique listeners at the end of the season. And I just can't even picture 100 people in a room because I do this in a room by myself. So it's wild to me. I just, again, I'm just so grateful. And now we're here in season two. And since season one, I went on vacation to Jamaica with my husband. He really went all out for my 40th birthday. I'm a Pisces, Pisces girl. And I just, I needed it so bad. And I really did get everything I needed from it. And I'm so grateful. I got to sleep. I got to eat. I got to drink. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to shower. I got to go... (laughs) some of you might be like why is she saying this um as a mother I to especially to little ones we forget that some things are taken for granted like taking a shower um sleeping I mean it's hard to take that one for granted um so any mothers out there I'm sure you know but The number one question I got while I was out there was from all of you, because I was still connected, just not, you know, doing my podcast and posting memes and live tweeting and all that stuff. But the number
1: one question I got was, did I bring my own weed? So the answer is, I don't have an answer for you how about this? Um, I'll say this. As soon as you get there, you can get
0: weed from anywhere. And I literally was smoking wherever we were outside, pretty much. That wasn't like, you know, a restaurant or anything like that. So I had a great time. I could just be Jenny Blaze. I got some sun... I got, I went sailing, I learned how to sail and I went sailing four times. I basically am Moana. I am Moana. One of my in real life besties got me such a beautiful birthday present, which they kind of failed to mention that part. I was very confused. My husband thought he got it at first, like it was an excursion. Turns out my bestie got it for us and they forgot the card and everything. So um yeah, confusion. But the luminous lagoon, so we went out um it was actually kind of scary cuz it was pitch dark out. I mean, it was completely dark out and they're like, okay, you're going to go swimming. They did not require us to wear life jackets. They were like, oh, you can use one if you want. And I'm looking at, I'm like, there's only like five, but there's like 25 of us. It felt very Titanic-like and um, except it wasn't freezing cold and um, the water was really shallow. So we could have I touched the bottom, but anyway, so we jump in, um, the captain was so scary. He, um, was in the military or something before he like did not crack a smile at all. He was yelling at everyone, (laughs) not like in a mean, like you're stupid kind of way, but in a, like, I'm not messing around. Listen to me kind of way, like very military, like I said, whatever. So, um, he was scary, but we, we went swimming in the luminous lagoon and it was just so beautiful when you take your hand or arm out of the water the algae or whatever the phyto I forgot what they're called but whatever they are when you take your arm out it like sparkled and glistened like glitter I'm not joking it legit was like real organic glitter (laughs) and I was not even tripping or anything. So I wouldn't recommend anyone doing that. I mean, like thought did cross my mind, but more so because, um, it would probably be dangerous to do that. It was so dark. And the only light we had was from the algae or whatever. So anyways, um, but that was beautiful. That was so fun. While I was in Jamaica, my Bravo besties did so many amazing things for me for my birthday. I got a cameo from Marisol. Um, She told the story about Mama Elsa calling the fire department, pretending to be sick before it aired on the reunion. So I feel even more special. Um, so thank you, Ricky Rell, which is not a name. It's inside joke. <clears throat> Ricky Rel and Franklin, thank you so much for that gift. I will cherish that forever. Those are the types of things that I just, I love to pieces. And then also calling out Bravo, Bravo House Vibes. And Real Housemates of New York. Uh, Who else? I know there was some other. Bravo and T was involved. Jen Shaw was involved. I think there were messages to Andy. I don't know if he responded. But if you know me already, you know that Lisa Barlow is my number one housewife. And she, my good friends, my Bravo besties got me such a great, amazing birthday present that really, I, I cried a little bit. (laughs) Um, Not only because it was from Lisa Barlow, but also just the sentiment behind it to get a bunch of people to, you know, reach out to her. And it wasn't like a cameo or anything, but also on top of that, calling out Bravo. I know that you are not the biggest fan of lisa barlow so you getting that for me was it speaks a lot to your character and i just want to make sure that i give a special shout out and thank you to calling out bravo for that because that was just the sweetest jenny plays i just wanted to take a minute and wish you the happiest birthday ever and let you know that you're absolutely amazing and i love everything you're doing i love your strong entrepreneurial spirit Keep killing it! Big hugs and happiest birthday wishes. Ever.
1: Happy birthday, Jenny! Happy fortieth! Uh, buon compleanno, Jenny! <laughs> oh
0: my gosh! Thank you so much.
1: So here we are, Bravo and Blaze season two. With your girl, Jenny Blaze. Okay, so
0: for season two, I'm going to be recording every Friday for eleven weeks, minus the week of. Four twenty because I want to try to do something else, maybe a live stream or maybe hosting some kind of you know virtual event, or it could maybe could even be in person. I don't know let's see maybe the weather will be nice, but um if you have any suggestions, if you have any requests, things just some ideas of what you want to do for four twenty, shoot me a dm set. Post a comment, post a review, send me a message, get in contact with me. I'm open for all dialogue. <laughs> and um, so we'll have 10 weeks of recordings. And each week I'm going to have, we're going to do like our recap slash Kiki with another Bravo fan account, trying to get new new fan accounts on the show um, so you all can meet them. And just so we can... See all their fabulous personalities. We have so many great people in this community. And also I'll be releasing another episode each week where I either have a Bravo Leb on. Um, I already have a recording with one Bravo Leb, a very hot, sexy Bravo Leb from Summer House, Winter House. And um, I'm recording today with another one, someone from Candy and the Gang and I have other cool guests lined up. Some of them are authors, some of them are cannabis advocates, some of them are mothers, some of them are all of those things. I have a comedian who's been featured on HBO that I'm hoping to get on, so I'm expecting this podcast to really grow, not just, you know, technically with adding videos and new podcast platforms, but also just content wise, I want to get more things out there because there's so many things I want to talk about with you guys. Um, So also, like season one, I'll still be dropping the audio podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. But if there are any other platforms that you may know of that you want to be added, just Leave a message, leave a comment, send me a message, post a review. I get it to me, I'll and I'll take a look at it. Um, so in addition to the audio, we have video which will be on YouTube and Anchor. And I'm not sure if I want to post it to Instagram yet. So if anyone watching or listening has any preferences or suggestions let me know merch don't forget Bravoandblaze.com. that's where you can buy all my merch and i do apologize i have not been keeping up to date on all of my merch but in the future i do hope to i just need more time i don't ha- i only have one day a week and i have to prioritize and i like doing this it brings me joy I I love both I love doing both and I have to say merch even if no one buys anything it 100% brings me joy just to even see something mocked up on like a fake model or whatever it's just too funny um so go check out all my merch at my website bravoandblaze.com And you can see some of that is up here as well. Get your very own Luann or Bravo and Blaze. Hoodies, beanies. I have some joggers. I don't know whose are better. She by Charee or Bravo and Blaze, but I can't wait to get my own. She by Sheree joggers. And let's see, what else do I have going on? Oh, also... Once a week on Fridays, I will be streaming live with a buddy of mine, Martini's with Eddie. He, we met on Twitter, actually, but he, you can also find him on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram, pretty much everywhere, just like me. <laughs> but we're going to start live streaming our own pop culture show every Friday on Twitter. So Today. keep an eye out for... Any post that I have, I'll be promoting that. It's going to be on maybe like around lunchtime or a late lunch for people, so you can catch it there. But then if you miss it, it'll still be on our feed on Twitter. So that's a great thing. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, today we're going live about uh, to talk about inventing Anna Anna Delvey. So I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. And also we don't know. How- the name of our show yet, but we'll figure it out. It's a work in progress, just like everything that I'm doing here. I've said it before. um, This is all new to me. So I welcome everyone here to join me on this journey and join me as I make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and grow um, which is also part of, you know, my brand as Jenny Blaze. If you aren't following me on Instagram, my handle is JennyBlaze420. Um, other than being a corporate IT consultant for 15 years, I also have a health coach certification. I've got my 200-hour hot yoga training or instructor training. I um Just personally, I like holistic wellness. So that means, you know, not just your physical diet, but also, um, you know, your mental wellness, your, your emotional wellness, your spiritual wellness, all those things. And that also is what I try to teach as a mom to my kids. So motherhood is another topic that I'll be, you know, starting to explore more on Jenny Blaze. Um, along with entrepreneurship and just motivation, inspiration, living your best life, content creation, how to's, you know, maybe I'll give some behind the scenes on how I do all this. So you guys can join me for the journey, like I said, and another new thing that I've added to my portfolio, I guess, is cryptocurrency and NFTs. I have a very strong interest in this topic and I can't wait to learn more. I am a complete rookie on cryptos and NFTs, but I've read a couple books and I'm trying to learn literally every day. I'm looking up things no. on crypto. Divine dermologics. Divine Dermalogics. Divine Dermalogics. So um, I think she's based out in California. I'm pretty sure she is. And I'm going to uh, make sure that I put all the links in my episode description because um, this is not a paid ad or anything. I, um, like I said, I DM with people. If you want to reach me, send me a DM on Instagram or something. But she reached out to me and um, wanted to gift me these, great products that she has I'm oh, oh my god this is so cool okay so this is a healing hydrating and pain relieving cream with 300 milligrams of full spectrum cbd hemp cbd two ounces
1: and as you all know i love that kind of stuff i love
0: anything like um bath and body really <laughs> i love soaps especially like handmade soaps or um my favorite is rad soap company which is local to me oh my god what oh my god yes divine love spell 400 milligrams of cbd bath soaps with ameth- amethyst cluster handmade with healing intentions. Love and light. Oh my God, and Apollo Santo. Oh my gosh, I'm in love with this. Oh my gosh, I'm like, this is so nice. I feel like so grateful and honored. Thank you so much for sharing this with me. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I love this. I like want to keep it over here, but I also want to use it. So I am about to use this soon in a minute so I'm going to put this here for now until I get a chance to use it which I will also post because I like showing you guys what I'm doing all right so today's guest is the Twitter queen herself reality by Ashley and I think we're like cosmic Twitter besties or twins or something. I'm not really sure what it is, but we're like, we haven't met face-to-face or even on the phone, but basically like the same person. But um, yeah, so we're going to welcome Reality by Ashley. You can find her on Twitter. Make sure you go follow her. She's almost at 6,200 followers. Okay, so this week... This week on Bravo. This this was my first full week back to Bravo and live tweeting and all that good stuff. And my first week back to doing this podcast. And let's see what happened. So Sunday, the last part of the Salt Lake City reunion aired, and Ashley and I are doing a Housewives as We Strains Salt Lake City edition today, so you're, you'll hear all about that. New show Candy and the Gang is on Sunday nights, and I have to say it's my new favorite show. Brian and Dom are my favorites, and the aunties are killing me. I have, I am so blessed. I don't know. When like, I just feel really grateful that I'm even doing this right now. And the fact that I get to tell you all that I just got the chance to interview and record with one of the cast members from... Candy and the Gang, and they might be my favorite cast member. I'm not sure, but I don't know. My mental, hold my mule, or maybe you should hold your mule. Uh, That's just a little hint as to who my guests may be. But don't sleep on Candy and the Gang, because this is the new, this is going to be better than Vanderpump and the only reason I'm comparing it to that is because it's also a spinoff from a housewife show and it's better because Candy's still on Atlanta and this group is I think are better people sorry no offense to anyone on Vanderpump Rules
1: um, but The other part that I love is the aunties are just so
0: funny. The way that they were fighting and Kim was walking around like she's Muhammad Ali. I just could not. And like, it was just so funny. I am looking forward to this. There's we're getting additional layers instead of just the staff and like the mentor. So I'm excited about this show. Go check it out. So on Monday, there was no Summer House. And I haven't really talked about Summer House that much lately. So, well, at least since it started. So I'm going to try to have a little deeper dive into Summer House at some point. Um, On a future
1: episode, probably with another Bravo fan account. But I do have some good news around Summer
0: House. I got the chance to interview Andrea from Summer House, and he even sang happy birthday to me. It was so sweet. So I will be dropping that episode soon once I get... I have three in the queue right now. So I promise all of them will be out as soon as I can. Below Deck Sailing, we finally got to the episode where Gary and Daisy wind up making out in the hot tub. And I just have to say, making out in the hot tub is like a rite of passage for reality TV, I feel like. It's like, it goes back to MTV days. That's how much I love it. Um, but what I loved about this week's Below Deck Sailing episode is number one, I am loving Daisy. Like I liked her season one or her first season. Sorry, it was season two of Below Deck Sailing, but her first season I really liked her already, but I could tell she was um, maybe just being cautious, and now she seems to kind of feel more comfortable, and we're getting to see more of her personality, which I'm loving, and I just think she's so cute, so that plus Gary is surprisingly impressing me this season, um, the way that he controlled himself. I mean, he, at the end of the day, he, he controlled himself. So
1: do I like Gary? Do I like Gary? I kind of like Gary now,
0: maybe. I don't know. I wonder if we can get Gary on as a guest. Oh my God, that would be cool. Right on top of that, Rose. Message, Gary. Message Gary. Oh. So Below Deck, I think Below Deck Sailing is going to be interesting now that Daisy and Gary hooked up, but I'm a little bit nervous because later on, we hear Daisy saying something like, don't people understand you're not supposed to hook up with one person and then hook up with someone else or whatever. So that part, oh, whoops. That makes me nervous because I don't want anything bad to happen. <laughs> um, this week on Real Housewives of New Jersey, <clears throat> it started off with the men At you know, having a little meet cute or whatever at this restaurant, and Bill arrives. Joe Gorga calls his calls Bill's wife a bitch to his face, and expects Bill to be on his side, to be on Joe Gorga's side. Like it's so insane to me. I just can't even there's just like weird rules that go on in Jersey. And I think that's why everyone gets so mad. And oh my gosh. Um, one refreshing thing though, was I did love seeing Jennifer and her brother. I love that she said he used to sing in baritone to cheer her up because I just know that would cheer me up. If, if my brother did that for me, I think that's super cute. Um. <clears throat> It seems like Antonia hates her mom being Melissa, Antonia. Antonia's mom is Melissa. Um, and she's depressed. I, I don't know. Melissa doesn't seem very, I think she's lacking a little bit of um, emotional intelligence. And I'm not saying that to like bust on her, like, I am not the best. Um, I'm not perfect by any means, by any means. But um, I don't understand how she's not understanding that Antonia is not happy. Like she just like wants to brush it off. Maybe that's like old school Italian style because I can really, I guess, I feel like that's kind of my parents generation too. So I don't, but Melissa's my age. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, actually, Melissa's a little bit older than me. Uh, It was Teresa and Louie's one year anniversary. And you know what? I like them together. People are saying red flags and all this stuff, but you know, Everything, they're just, I feel like people are just trying so hard to dig up anything they can to burst Teresa's bubble, but I think this might be a good fit for her. This might work out. We'll see. I don't know. I hope. I'm praying and I'll be crossing my fingers, but one thing I will, this is why I think that they belong together because there's two parts in that whole thing that just like made me want to pee my pants didn't make me want to pee my pants but I felt like I was gonna pee my pants. Um when that guy was playing the saxophone I just kept thinking like if my husband got someone to play the saxophone I mean oh my god am I a dick am I the asshole okay if my husband got someone to play a brass instrument while we're sitting there watching, like one foot away. Um, I would feel a little bit awkward, and I'd be like, Why did you do this to this poor man? But um I but for Teresa and Louie, I like it. They're cute, whatever. The scroll, I just like where do you even get a where did he get that? (laughs) Oh my God. I like them together. I think they're like perfectly corny and cheesy together.
1: Um, shoot, going back to, um, the beginning. Okay. In the beginning when the guys were talking, I felt I
0: was like dying laughing because Tiki's label or whatever his, um, what do you call that? On his name thing that came up, they labeled him as Tracy's husband and I could not stop laughing. I just, I don't know why I thought that was so funny. But then also, uh, I love that Teresa is not afraid of, Tracy or Tiki like she's just she could give two shots I think but um yeah I think that's funny and as much as Marge is annoying me this season I have to say because I like to be fair and everything I appreciate Marge's ability to throw a good event because I feel like she is very considerate with the entire vibe like you can tell she thought of everything all aspects like peripherals out so I appreciate things like that I think it's considerate I think it comes from a good place um oh my god Dolores and David like David's I don't understand David's fucking weird like why is he so attached to this family like does he have a family
1: What's up with David? I don't understand why he's hanging around like that. But
0: whatever. And I don't know why everyone's so upset. Like, I didn't think he was that great. I mean, no offense. I hope he's not listening. I doubt he is. But Orange County this week, I wasn't too pressed to watch it. Um, Jennifer Armstrong is just a reminder to me of how badly they've fucked up, how badly they screwed up by not bringing Elizabeth Vargas back. The woman, this whole season would have been completely different. Are they filming right now? They just filmed the reunion. Um, The reunion looks just came out. I really... I didn't like any of them. I thought Heather looked like almost like a creepy step for wife. Like, I just didn't like the vibe. And I'm only talking about looks right now. I'm not like, whatever. It has This has nothing to do with whether I like them as a, per, as a person or whatever. But um, Heather looked crazy. Shannon looked okay. I think... Um, it was just okay. I don't know. Nothing, um, like, crazy. Uh, Emily, the hair made the whole thing, like, worse. It made, I don't know. I don't know. It needed to be more up, like, sleek. They made it more, like, it was an updo, but it was, like, Kind of foofy, I think if they made it sleek, it would have looked a little bit better i just I don't think it gave what they were trying to give um and then
1: who else Jennifer Armstrong um,
0: the color wasn't awful, but the fit of the dress I don't think went well with her body shape. Like, I I don't know. I didn't love it.
1: What about you, Luann? Luann!
0: In other news, Luann got kicked out of a gay piano bar, I believe. Uh, for singing karaoke or it was karaoke night and she like tried to take over the mic and basically they just kicked her out which is super embarrassing um but it also means that she may be drinking so that's unfortunate
1: we love you Luann we hope that you take care of yourself what else oh the
0: biggest highlight of Orange County for me was seeing Daisy Fuentes, MTV's original VJ. Is that what I'm doing right now? Is this like VJ work? Wait, she was one of the OGs. Yes, love Daisy Fuentes. Anyways, and then her husband, Richard Marks, sings um he played guitar he sings uh I'll be waiting for you that old school song everyone was singing it It was like a little bit awkward but um great song and I'm gonna throw it out there put it in the universe manifesting this Daisy Fuentes and Richard Marks need to be on Housewives next season
1: Make it happen, please. what else? Um, I did not think I was gonna get to
0: this this week, so that's why I'm super happy about it, but wait, whatever I can find it um Below deck down Under came out on Peacock and they released the first three episodes. I'm into it. The captain is very easy on the eyes. And he's single. And he's cute about it too. He's like, oh, nobody wants, I'm not dateable or I'm not marriage material or I don't know what he said, but just whatever he said made everyone love him more. And uh, I'm a little disappointed with the lack of boat mancing on this boat. Like I love the boat mancing going on, on below deck sailing. Like that's fun for me. Uh, Benny is a buzzkill, like huge buzzkill for me. And so is the chef. The chef is like, I'm scared of the chef, the way that he talks, um, the way he is so like finite and like, this is how it is. And there's no room for negotiation or else like, he looks like he's the type who's going to, like, have
1: a, some
0: kind of meltdown, like explosion. Something's just gonna... Rah. I love the second stew. The third stew had her butt cheeks out, and the captain threw a towel at her and told her to wrap it around her ass, I think he said. So I don't know if that's like acceptable in human resources, but I wouldn't go out in my with my butt cheeks out if I was around or if I was at work. But she is a model, so having her butt cheeks out is part of her work. I got butt cheeks out right here. That was me in Jamaica on a vacation. Um, so, but the best thing, well, I don't know if this, one of the best things about Below Deck Down Under is that Aisha, Aisha, she was good and I want to get to know Aisha. Okay. Um, Aisha is, So amazing, I just love her so much. Um, it's so good to have her back on our screens. I love when she (laughs) meets the chef, she's like, Are you like, chefie? Like, oh my god, she's so cute. Um, and then last but not least on the roster this week is. And the roster of new episodes is Top Chef. And I'm sorry, but I just, I can't watch it. Not because I don't enjoy it, but I can't watch it because I get hungry. And I'm on an all carb diet. God, Karen, you're so stupid. But um, yeah, so I don't watch Top Chef. But I love food. I love to eat food. That's why I can't watch it because I eat it. I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. In other Bravo-related news, so many things happening with Vanderpump Rules this week. It was Ocean's first birthday. Everyone got together. There's pictures on Instagram. You know how us millennials do. Another thing thing that happened though around Ocean's birthday which is kind of a bummer um I don't know if it's a bummer it depends on how you look at it I guess it is a positive thing that happened so um Randall released a video of Ocean playing or being held and playing with Randall's ex-wife who they share two children with. So I think that is so great that the siblings are all able to be a family with each other.
1: And it was her birthday. So of course they're going to all, well, I don't, why is he? Hmm. I don't know. What do you all think about that? Is that good or bad? Anyways, okay. So
0: it was Ocean's birthday. She turned one. Also, James Kennedy revealed his new girlfriend. Uh, Looks like they were out in Tulum on vacation together. But the sad news of the Vanderpump Rules cast is that the Bubba is split up. And... As much as I've been saying for a very long time that they're one of the most toxic couples and they're not, you know, they might love each other, but they might not be good for each other. It still is very sad because we saw them get married. We've seen them together. We don't know them single at all. So, I mean, I'm happy for them that they're going to move on and have the ability to grow and be better people apart who knows maybe they'll get back together someday it's always holding out hope but uh R.I.P. Bubba's Karen Huger has a new spinoff coming out I think it's only two episodes and it's called like reunion or something family reunion Karen Huger's family reunion I'm not really sure but it comes out i think uh april 17th. So, I'll be watching of course and I'll report back to all of you if you're interested. I and have to do a shout out to We're going to go into Salt Lake City today. Now that season 2 is done, we're going to I'm going to give my housewives as weed strains real housewives of Salt Lake City edition. And we're going to hear from Ashley what she thinks about each of the ladies. We're going to, like, rank them in just our preferences. And that doesn't mean we hate anyone. We're not trying to throw shade or, like, hurt anyone. But it's just our preference based on the entertainment that we're getting from Bravo. So thank you very much.
2: You, um, I think her name is Katie, but she has Cat13 as her name. She posts oh. a oh. GIF every single time. I do my little, like, a follower milestone thing. And I just... I, if I don't see it, I feel like I'm like, what happened this time? So, I think shout out to her I for always know. having my back with that.
0: Yeah, I think so I know p- who you're talking p- about.
2: Problematic Panda. I think. Problematic that was Panda? Panda? Zero, I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's her, but that was my big shout
0: out that I was supposed to do. Thank you so much, Ashley, for being here. You are the Twitter queen at are we at this is my crown right here (laughs) yes oh I have this really awesome crown that I got um from this account I follow oh my gosh that is so cute isn't it
2: yeah just so people know I never deemed myself the queen that was (laughs) bestowed upon me by someone else so you can't that's not me I just I just (laughs) wear the crown
0: yeah no I love it I think it's great Um, and when did you start your Twitter account? The beginning of COVID, so the date on it is actually
2: 2018, but from 2018 to 2020, I never did anything with it at all, and then COVID hit, and I was just at home. I didn't do anything for like a year and a half, and so I was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm catching up on shows. I mean, that's really what I'm focused on right now. I should I remember that I was going to start something with this. Like now is the time to really do something with it. And right. so it's been growing since then. I would say probably like March, April, maybe twenty twenty.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. No, we're good. I,
2: I, that's why I was so excited to talk to you. It's like I just I know that we have such similar, if not I like opinions, even maybe yeah. just the way that we go about it. Well, I mean,
0: when I started my account, the big thing for me was to avoid being um or engaging in toxic behavior because that's the first thing I saw on Twitter was like people just really have no shame they don't care they don't care if they like say nasty things to people and that's something they go for it there's a lot of people who like live for it they have yes. all personas of the
1: evil that live for it
0: Oh my gosh. That is such a great way to describe it because recently. So you're only on Twitter, right? Are you on? Yeah. I mean, that's
2: really all that I pay attention to. Okay.
0: So on Instagram um, there's, you know, you know how we have like our Bravo, Bravo, Twitter community. We have the same thing with Instagram. We have like an Instagram Bravo fan account community. And recently we found out there's like a serial online troll in our in our community like the stuff that we're we've uncovered only just a few of us yeah they're
2: probably recording you and sharing (laughs) it in multiple group chats like this has happened to me and some of our friends that we have on Twitter <laughs> as well. Um, I I go on Instagram because I like to follow like a lot of people from like Summer House and things on Instagram. Um, I don't develop my account on there. How you said you, that there's those like communities or whatever. I feel like those are two groups of people that like wouldn't talk to each other at a party. Like oh Instagram, God, Instagram, like Bravo yeah. Instagram and Bravo Twitter. Like those people yeah. are avoiding each other
0: at a party. I feel like. 100%. The way I describe it is Instagram is like the work party where you like are you freshen up after work you go to the cocktail party on your best behavior Mm -hmm. but then twitter's like the after party dive bar where like everyone shows up doesn't give a fuck about anything doesn't care who you are what you're wearing who you know I love that my thing is like
2: just it's not just about posting for me I really like the interaction of the Comments from other people and kind of getting those conversations started, and I just feel yeah. like on Instagram, it's just wait. It's like you can't have those long conversation threads with like multiple people involved as much. It gets messy. and just then to rely on the photo so much too. I feel like yeah. like I just I like the text
0: based. People can be a lot more clever. I think also. Yeah, I feel like um, there's some good wit and humor that comes out of Twitter that you don't see on Instagram, or TikTok or anything like that, which TikTok yeah. is I'm like, so confused about but
2: I've, I don't know what they're doing over there. I was down like a sister wives TikTok <laughs> hole for a minute. But I, I don't know if you don't like the person that's talking, it's really hard to stay focused on, the, on what they're talking about.
0: So speaking of Sister Wise, I don't watch Sister Wise, but what other shows other than Bravo do you watch? A little bit of everything.
2: I I mean, everybody always, like, says that or whatever, but I really do. I watch the weirdest stuff. Like, I'll watch anything that falls under the umbrella of reality. Like, I'm talking, like, Pond Stars. (laughs) Like you know, like gold rush weird stuff. I mean, like I've seen all of that, that. and then I've seen all of the like the weird, you know, the off. I call it like off-brand. Like Chrisley knows best. Like I call that like an off-brand reality show because like it's in the mix. Yeah, it's just not quite. It's not like I feel like it doesn't quite have its own brand. It's Um, and then all the way up.
0: It's funny you say that about Chrisley because. I've been too embarrassed and ashamed to say that i watch that and that I enjoy that show because it, they show it on Bravo sometimes and people get so upset yeah well, I think it's just I like I said maybe it's
2: not the Bravo brand right
0: right, right um, but Bravo.
2: don't be ashamed. I'm all for like I don't believe in guilty pleasures only pleasures
1: yeah and I think that if
2: you're in this space of reality TV, to begin with I we can't start like ranking things as like oh this is more <laughs> serious or like legitimized than more... something else I think we've all kind of just agreed to um kind of let all of that slide but I also think there is an aspect of reality shows that's like it's like anthropology it's sociology yes. I mean you're yeah, you're learning chaotic, things yeah. about yeah. people yes. and so it's like if they're, Chrisley, they're Chrisley.
0: Yeah, what you're learning oh about that's totally what I that's how I describe Bravo really is that it's like modern day anthropology mixed in yes. with sociology because of the group dynamics and then also mm-hmm. the psychology how each Absolutely. individual behaves and reacts to things it's yeah. just so fascinating but then on top of it the reason why like I'm all in now is because I did not even until like until COVID, I didn't even think about the online communities behind these shows. And it's a complete, yeah. like, a whole new world that, like, Bravo's, like, the key. <laughs> and then, like, you walk in the door yeah. to social media. And, and it's has insane. it. Yeah, yeah, everything has
2: it. I mean, anything you can think of, like, there's a survivor Twitter, like, an yeah. entire world. Like, how mm-hmm. we're all on there like us and, uh, and our friends and stuff, and we're all kind of having our drama and stuff. Like there is those communities
1: yeah. for any
0: show, literally that you can. I know, of. it's insane. And actually I was talking to someone, I think it was um, Bravo Them was telling me about the Star Wars fandom and said that that, that community may be worse than the Bravo oh, community. Oh yeah,
1: I'm I was not, like dying.
0: a to that on my,
2: on my regular day person like myself twitter i um follow like adam driver updates so i bump (laughs) up against star wars twitter every once in a while because uh, he's like six five um but other than that i yeah star wars i don't know my fans are super into it i don't know how they are on twitter i'm sure
1: they're vicious
0: I don't know I don't follow them but I just I thought it was wild and it's just so interesting again it all goes back to the the same thing it's like anthropology sociology and psychology but um and I like the shows too that are about that specifically like like we were talking about what other
2: shows I'm remembering these shows do you know the show on E! it was called Famously Single and they had like a therapist it was there was, like, Paul D was on it, I think.
0: Was it? Wait, Pauly D and um, uh, the girl
2: Aubrey from Day, Vanity that's they
1: started,
2: Yeah, that's when they all started dating. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, so, like, I like shows like that, too, where they bring yeah. these people in, and then they have a real therapist. Yeah. <laughs> like well, couples so therapy like, with, like... Yeah, um, couples therapy. I used to watch that all the time, too.
0: DMX was on that. I wanted to watch yeah. that season, but I never got around. I never really watched it.
2: I love it. I love the people. It goes so like when you talk about real, you can absolutely tell when some shows are staged. I mean, yeah. fine, like I admit that. Yeah. But there are fine. some times when it's it's somebody will say something and you're like, they didn't they didn't think this through. That's not staged. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I feel like on some of those lower brow shows, you get a lot of those really good real moments.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And I that's what I want to see because also. When it comes to um, like documentaries or anthropology, there's a whole um, issue of how real is it to the observer? Because can it ever truly be real? Because you know, when a camera's watching you and your behavior, you know, whether it's conscious or subconscious may be altered, you know, by that. So is it a true reflection So that, I think there are different levels to that. Like you said, like some are more staged than others. Uh, What do you think about Salt Lake City? Like level of stage? So
2: here's what I think about (laughs) when people talk about staged. I think that if a producer or somebody or even one of the wives is like, you need to go out to lunch with this person and talk about this topic. Mm -hmm. And then they go and they do that. I -hmm. don't know. I don't classify that as staged because I mean, sure. It's like a, it's a situation that is set up. Yeah. That is set up. It might not naturally, they might not have gone to that exact restaurant on that exact day. But if these are people who would have done that anyway, and they do that. And then the conversation from there even if it's yeah. guided, if it's still an organic conversation, I don't, I mean, that to me is not staged. And so yeah. I think, especially yeah, with Salt Lake, I
0: think that, that's, that's right. And so with, like the Kardashians, yeah. like everything they do yeah. is a production. It's not just sure. let's go grab a cup yeah. of coffee. It's like, okay. Right. Let, so let I think that
2: that's <laughs> the vibe of Salt Lake is that yeah. You know, they're telling, you know, they're, they're probably manipulating like, okay, these people are going to ride on the bus, these people are going to stay back. But then the explosion and like all the conclusions that are drawn from all of that. I mean, because you know, they know, they'll tell certain people, you have to be here at noon, and then they'll tell certain people they have to be there at one. And then it's like, oh, that person's late. Like the
0: Candace... yeah
2: stuff like that yeah where it's like they just walk in and it's like oh they're late all the time or whatever and and so i i don't know i think that's kind of the vibe of salt like i don't think it's completely like scripted i think they're definitely somebody's definitely guiding that though yeah
1: um so
2: okay i think think it's like i still am i'm still team salt lake
0: i'm i'm me too same um when it after season one I was like, this is the best franchise for me. This is the was future of
2: Bravo. I was like, this yeah. is the future of Housewives. It gave me Absolutely. like so much hope. Yeah. I thought that everything left on such a high note. And I was like,
0: season two is going to be, you know, it's yeah. going to pop off.
1: <clears throat>
0: Which it, so. season two was good. Um, I don't know. Like it was great, but like, I don't know if it's great in a good way. I don't like the Mary and Jenny stuff. I don't like, um, it got messy for a little bit and it turned me off at one point. I was like, this can't be my favorite franchise anymore. So I I think
2: the Jenny thing, I think Jenny and all the accusations and all the things that she obviously did and is guilty of on all of that, um, Mm -hmm. that really put a dark kind of cloud on the season um because and it just keeps getting worse and worse kind of the more that's uncovered about it too and so I think that that really is something that people can't really separate from the rest of it and the focus was supposed to be on you know the Jen thing it was supposed to be like this entire kind of like the Erica season it's supposed to be like the Jen season yeah and now I think what people are really talking about is Jenny yeah well
0: actually I mean I had, there was like three weeks where that was just, that was literally, it was a dark cloud. And I talked about on season one, I addressed, you know, Bravo's responsibility and all that stuff. So I was really bummed about that, but then I can separate that. So like right now I'm like, I'm not even thinking about her anymore. I didn't even include her in my housewives as weed strains. (laughs) She's not included. So um, but overall, I think Meredith kind of brought it the most, but we'll get to yeah. her. For this, for Housewives as weed trains, what I did is I went ahead and before this, um, I put together the strain of weed that I think each housewife best represents. And I'll I'll share that with you and I'll explain why when we get to it but I want to hear your thoughts on each one before I show the picture so we're gonna start from the bottom (laughs) and these are my personal preferences so like these are my like I don't like the word ranking but you know like quote-unquote ranking of all Uh the ladies from um, this season so what do you think about Whitney and Heather Bad weather.
1: as a weed strain? No, 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 a, no, just in oh, okay, general.
2: I I'm
0: gonna talk crazy, about the okay. weed strain.
2: Oh, perfect, okay, so my opinion of mm-hmm. Whitney and Heather. I wish that it wasn't Whitney and Heather. I wish it was Whitney mm-hmm. off, away, somewhere, not in my face, and then just Heather. Um, Cause I do think Heather would be a lot better without Whitney. Um, I do feel like maybe I don't like Whitney though because I think she might be a little bit relatable, um, but she drives me crazy. I don't think she's a good representation of that um so maybe it's just like a self-reflection thing but i do think that heather i i'm not against her being like a center force i do think that if it was like her and lisa that that would be pretty strong i just i just don't really like me that much that's my opinion okay oh now i see el nino hybrid yeah love it
0: Okay.
1: Just
2: like even with that hair, like what is Whitney doing with that hair?
1: <laughs> I too took much. that from season one. It's
0: always too much. Well, okay. I chose El Nino because I feel that Heather and Whitney are bad weather. And <laughs> bad weather is El Nino because they are bad weather. Heather, Whitney, bad, what would she say? Heather, Whitney, oh. bad weather, tornadoes. Uh, yeah, In bad
2: weather, tornadoes. In the, In the truth, truth. destroy. With pictures, you got to do the
0: fingers. Destroy. The truth, destroy. So, okay. And the reason why, I mean, I love Lisa Barlow, so that might be one reason. But another reason why I feel that they are bad weather is because... Heather let's think about where Heather came from she grew up as a Mormon who wanted to embrace that Mormon life and really be like the ultimate terrestrial Mormon right and the only reason she's not is because her husband chose to divorce her. I don't know if you remember like she said, she did not want to that was his choice because she finally said no to something. So, and she also said that she was very righteous when she was a Mormon, like would judge people. And so now that she's divorced and she's not really in the Mormon community community anymore, I feel like Heather is jealous of Lisa Barlow because Lisa is known as terrestrial. And if Heather could, I think she would still want to be that, ultimate mormon you know goody two shoes
1: so and And one of the things yeah
0: go ahead go Go ahead
1: ahead. ahead. i
2: just was gonna say one of the things that's amazing about lisa Barlow, and i think that is the jealousy factor is like that 2.0 mormon of the fact that she can be like the queen of the mormon but then she Mm -hmm. also has this like she's got the tequila brand she's got you know, kind of this more edgier lifestyle. And I think that Heather really sees things in black and white, or feels like she has to be either black or white. Mm -hmm. And I think what the jealousy there is with Lisa is that kind of Lisa lives in that gray.
0: Yes. And I love that about Lisa. The thing with, okay, so the difference, and this is why El Nino is like the perfect storm because, and like bad weather, because with Whitney, so Whitney- grew up in the Mormon community and did everything right. She was the one who made the conscious decision to break away from that. And I think it's because she sees being like that, like what Heather was as being basic and she would rather go against Mormonism, go on stripper poles just to not be basic. Sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Which is hilarious because when I think of Whitney, the first word I think of is
1: basic.
0: Exactly.
2: But I and mean so- I think of myself, I think of myself as ba- they if we're using that <laughs> definition that other people use as basic, you know what I mean? But if she if that's what she's trying to avoid, she's not doing well at it. I mean
0: Right. I think, I think, I think in her mind though like a like wild like, child.
2: Like I think yeah. maybe Heather sees her as like I mean everybody's kinda got that cool cousin who's like maybe a little bit younger who just like kind of does things against the family, like a little bit more. And I think that maybe Heather, you know, when it comes to like, she knows she can't go the Lisa route. So she's just like hitching her wagon to Whitney.
0: Right. Who, and now she's like the opposite way. And I think, I think Whitney still does have some, like there is, I don't know if it's jealousy as much from Whitney as it is from Heather, but from Whitney, it seems more like, it's part of her brand to be like, this is who I am. And like, Lisa doesn't like me because I'm not a perfect Mormon. You know, like it's to, again, try to bring her away from being too basic. But they're leaning on Lisa Barla too hard for me, in my opinion. But some other options I had as a strain, a weed strain were like cheese, UK cheese, (laughs) jelly breath, and garlic. Sorry, this is, like, the most mean I've ever been. I'm not, I'm not usually, like... That I. That's
2: so funny. I try to have a reputation of being really nice, but, no, then I always come on stuff like this and say really mean things, so it's kind of funny. But, Was no, it's just specific, it's these specific husbands that I don't like. Like, Whitney is just doing too much. She just does too much. And that's exactly, yeah. I think, what you're hitting on, is, like, if you don't have to... You shouldn't have to tell people you're cool, right? right like, Lisa Barlow right, right. does not have to tell people... Yeah that
0: she's cool if you have to tell people then you're not cool
2: <laughs> right and I just I'm so over like the cake like the spilling of the cake and then like the boob cake and like the boob thing with Seth and it's like I would actually probably like that and be more intrigued by it if I felt like it wasn't her just being like look at me like she's a picnic right. girl or whatever yeah know. right right right
0: well um I don't know if you notice I have my grandfather MF mug which reminds
1: ah, me
2: I love it <laughs> which is available at my shop. <laughs> shop. your shop is amazing everybody has to go to it it's not just house of stuff she's got this amazing cutting board that I've been having my eye on for like two years yes the summer
0: yes. house how many sandwiches have how you made for me
2: yes <laughs> I want that so
1: bad um, um yeah but, yeah but, speaking the shop.
0: of speaking of uh grandfather mfr <laughs> though um So what are your thoughts on Mary Cosby?
2: I think she went really dark, really fast as far as like the, the, the anger. And it's fine because like, obviously everybody was kind of like alienating her or whatever. Maybe it just wasn't a good fit, but I just, I think that Mary, she started out as like the quirky one with like a lighter spirit maybe. And the show just like drove her down.
0: Well, like season one, I was so scared of her because I Googled her on like day one and I saw accusations of her cult, but then also like questions about potential murder of her own grandmother. And I was like, this is so dark. Like I just didn't even want to see Mary because I was like, this is this belongs on like a crime show, not like- Well, I know.
2: And I mean, I don't know what of any of that is accurate or not exactly like I think that the cast really like wore her down. I just made this like I just made this association in my mind. But it's kind of like Denise on Beverly Hills where like she started out where it's like I feel like everybody's like, oh my God, that's cool. Like she's kind of interesting and like what's going on with her. She's a little maybe weird or mysterious. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I think like over the course of the season the cast just like wore her down, wore her down, wore her down just focusing all the energy on her and like her actions and stuff. And that's yeah. what happened with Mary and Mary just is like, peace out. I'm not yeah. connecting with these women and they're just like pushing me down. And it came out in these little spurts of yeah. like that you know, little girl and all this. And it's like where you could really see the anger of like the reaction of being alienated. And so yeah. I just, I don't think that that's good for anyone. It doesn't, her in a good light, it
1: doesn't really put anybody
2: in a good light.
0: Yeah, it was, it's unfortunate that it ended that way with Mary because I actually wound up even despite season one being completely terrified of her and being like, you will all see the truth. Like in my mind, you know, I just kept quiet. I wasn't like, hello, she's running a cult," You know, I just, I was like, "Right, we'll find out. And then when it started coming out, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I like Mary now because she won me over in season two, which I'm like upset about because if these things are true the accusations I don't want to like someone who's like that and it go, it's the same with Jen Shaw like why are you making me like these people who right. potentially are not good people
2: <laughs> and it's so and it's psychologically like interesting to think about as well because it's like there's two different kinds of like reality criminals right where right. there's people who we like and this happens on TLC a lot where it's like we think they're good people. And it's like, you think they're really good people for a long time, and then you realize that they're a criminal, right? But then on Bravo, I feel like it's almost like these people are introduced. It's like, there's no shame in the fact that some of these people are criminals.
1: And so it's like,
2: you're, you're learning to love them at the same exact time as like their case or whatever it is, is unfolding.
0: And
1: so there's all this messiness there.
0: Yeah, it's something new that hasn't really happened in reality TV, I feel like. Well, at least for Bravo, definitely. But, like, I don't recall ever witnessing, like, finding out about millions of theft from widows and orphans. And, like, yeah, like right. that was extreme. And then the Jen Shaw thing is extreme. It's just, like,
1: I felt like I my, think, yeah. my
0: personal opinion is that Bravo should... um should be vetting out these people better or just tell us up front so that we know what to expect, you know, like, Hey, these people might not have great character, but here's some good TV.
2: Right. And I think that that's why we never really knew it before is because what would happen is like, they wouldn't bet these people, but they would kind of play the game enough at at, like that. They would run their own course. And then after Mm -hmm. the fact it's revealed, like, oh my gosh, the whole time this person was actually extorting everybody or whatever, you know? But now I feel like those, it's like the bad, the bad is just so upfront almost. Yeah. It's just right away. I don't know.
1: So
0: I'm going to definitely need some help finding some people that don't have dark paths. I know. Well, like, I don't want people to see that and be like, Oh, if I do something bad, then I can go on to this reality show. And especially with housewives, it's like, we're watching them because of their wealth. I don't want to see their wealth because they stole it. I want to see wealth because they earned it. And I want to know how and why they have all this money. And I want to be jealous and just be like, wow, I wish that was me. But I don't like feeling like, oh my God, I feel dirty. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) It's so hard with that though, because anybody who has that much money, it's hard because it's like, it's not always going to be widows and orphans, but it might kind of always be something. I don't know. I mean, how do uh, all these millionaires,
0: I'm sure some of them have something to hide. So um, I don't know. Can you see this? Yes. Granddaddy Granddaddy Purple. So for Mary Cosby, there were so many strains I could pick. There was Jesus OG, Jesus, bio Jesus, sweet Jesus, frosty Jesus, God's gift, God bud. But I went with granddaddy purple because like you said before, we don't know if those accusations are true. So the only thing we do know that's true is that she did marry her step granddaddy. So she's a a granddaddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she's a granddaddy or a grandfather MFR, which grandfather. The reason why I, I made this was because I was like obsessed when everyone kept saying she's called her grandfather MFR. I was like, no, she didn't. When did she say that? And like she, they were, they changed. So she, she asked her,
2: she said, so you're going to go with Meredith. Her grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Which I was like, the mother part, like, the, I think to F someone and to be an MF are two
0: totally different things. Exactly. I, I was like obsessed with it. I'm like, stop saying. And then even Andy said it. and I was like, this is out of hand. So that's yeah. why I made the mug. But, um, anyways, I want to hear your thoughts uh, real quick on Meredith Marks.
2: I think. I love her. I don't know. Salt Lake is so hard because I think I kind of like every single person except for Whitney. Um, But Meredith, last season, especially first season, I really liked Meredith and Lisa as, like, a duo. And when Mm -hmm. they were on the same page, I just was in heaven because I I really love both of them as, like, the top. Um, I think that Meredith is definitely powerful. I love that she, like, controlled everything from her bathtub I think that that's like queen behavior like it's like the godfather but like you had to come to her in the bathtub I think that that is epic um so I just I think she's definitely strong I think she's powerful I think she came to play I think that that's what people really wanted from her is for her to engage and I think that in the second season she did a turnaround with that I think she even kind of got people to change their mind about Brooks this season um, which you can tell if, she, if she was manipulating that, that she did right. that very seamlessly, I think. Um, and so I do, I think she's, I think she's a strong, I think she's strong. So
0: I think, yeah, <laughs> I think she is strong as well. Um, however, I don't love Meredith Marks. I didn't, I didn't like her at all after season one, the, and I'll tell uh-huh. you why. And it mostly, I'm triggered by her parenting. So as a mom of four, I'm like, oh my God. Like, it drives me insane how she is with Brooks. But then also I'm like, I'm trying to be like, okay, I understand. Like every family is different. All the dynamics are different. So like, I was trying to like, give her some grace over that. And she really pulled through in season two for me. I thought she was strong in the fact that she brought so much. She had so much going on with her family her father's death oh my god the fact that they these women questioned anything around that just like was, I was gonna say, allegedly
2: her <sighs> alleged her father's alleged death oh
0: my god so awful but um <laughs> but like
2: point with that you know what I mean like and she's just so above it I think
0: yeah, oh,
2: yeah. I said the Meredith one has got to be a sativa for sure I think
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, oh
2: interesting. No. Slurricane. Yeah. Okay, you're going that direction because it. like, you know, Meredith can go two directions, I feel like. There yeah. is like the slurricane. Yeah. There's the like uh which I, I get now what you're going for, like the uh
1: but I yeah. also
2: think of her as like somebody
0: that'll just like punch you right between the eyes too. Oh so. my god, the way she when she got <laughs> up that one morning and was screaming and everyone's sleeping and hung over, I was dying. That was like that's when I was like, okay, Meredith has moved up for me because she really brought yeah. it. I like really enjoyed watching that. So, so um funny. I, really love it. I love the <laughs> Kane thing though. Other um but mostly I picked Slurricane because the way she talks like and I feel bad now even doing that, like saying this, but I think she may may have been medicating or something which I'm not against and like I support people who medicate or like need it and like she probably did need it she was going through a lot so now I feel kind of guilty about my choice right my but
2: choice. when you drink like the slurricane happens when you medicate and then you drink yes that's true and so, wow. it's like you can, I think I mean, we can't judge people from that because like also who hasn't done that but I mean yeah I, that's like, what it really is it's not the medication I mean the proper way to take medication is to not drink
1: so
0: the other ones I had for her though were ice queen but I thought was, that was too obvious because she calls herself ice queen and then um purple train wreck just because of that outfit
2: oh my god with the feathers with, <laughs> with the feathers. feathers
0: sorry I do like um Meredith more now though and I, yeah. I am I do like Brooks more now too I don't know how I feel about Brooks but, anyways, let's move I on. I don't it. really
2: like love him particularly, but I was like way adamantly against him in season one. And then it's like so hard to deny that that sit down where it's like Jen and Brooks across the table and then Meredith like lingering in the background. That was she's just like Carmen San Diego or whatever. <laughs> like, that is an iconic moment. You can't deny that like yeah. everybody that was there affected affected that scene you know what I mean so it's like fine Brooke if that's it if you bring us more of
0: this fine whatever it
2: was I'm I'm just usually against kids
0: like yeah we haven't seen a kid sit down with a housewife since like I can't even remember I like well and now it's like almost a precedent
2: because we're seeing it on Jersey a little bit yeah I was gonna say uh,
1: I'm
2: thinking like I don't want it to go too far I don't want it to go too far but
0: Well, even the one with Teresa and Danielle's daughters, I thought was like intense. (laughs) Like this is, they're like, they were still kind of young, but anyways, let's move on to Jen Shaw. What do you think about Jen Shaw?
2: Um, I like Jen. I, I don't dislike Jen. I, I, if her crimes are real, like obviously that's offensive and scary. Um, But I don't, she doesn't like outwardly offend me like some of these other ones. I think it's a little cringe the way she goes over the top sometimes, especially in season one when she was like flipping out. But now that we kind of know a little bit of context about why she could have been so on edge, maybe, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I kind of have like sort of a neutral feeling about her. I'm glad that she's like on the show and bringing that storyline. But if she ends up going to jail forever, I mean, I'm not, I'm probably not going to think about her again.
0: Yeah. So I love Jen Shaw in season one. I know people were like, oh my God, I can't stand it. She's always yelling. Like I, I had a lot of empathy for her season one because of her dad passing and everything. And like, that's also what helped me, I think, be more, um, feel more empathetic towards Meredith too, because, you know, the same things happening to her in season two. So with Jen, I loved her until I found out that she potentially stole from old people. So Uh I'm conflicted because I'm like, I was expecting to like, not like Jen Shawn season two, but then she won me over even more. And so now she's like my second favorite housewife.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) I think she's a little, she's maybe a little too... Like it's not that she breaks the fourth wall even but she's a little bit too much like oh this is all a show kind of I feel like yeah. I think she acknowledges it too much that like yeah. I, I don't know if she's completely submerged into the storyline as much as I wish I don't
0: even know really she's, what I mean by that She's like performing I think
2: Yeah she does a little bit like too much haha like off to the side or whatever you know what I mean and right. like mm. I don't want to see the production like I know that there's housewives that are kind of producing things I don't want to like see them doing
0: that. yeah I mean like I don't mind it because I I mean well now looking back if that money was stolen I like it's unfortunate that she spent $80,000 on Meredith's birthday party but I liked when I watched it I was like I thought that that was legit money so I loved you know the big extravagance like I kind of wanted to see that and also I think was it it started during COVID, right? So that might've been a time where I was like vicariously living through them too because they had filmed right before COVID. And so I was like, oh my God, parties. And you know, so I think yeah, that's okay. why I might've liked her, but I gave her the strain granddaddy um, or grandpa's stash because- She's being accused of potentially stealing Grandpas Oh, job. I love it, is but um I, I don't know if she's guilty or not. I don't know I mean i Allegedly. I have an idea I have some insight into it because I worked for a company that did lead generation, so my honest opinion is that I think there was a gray area in the law. Technology does not keep up with the law that was originally written. And so I think, um, she may have started this business before it turned into a law and then she just never stopped. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I don't know.
2: So. I think she, I think that Sue Chains is going to spill everything. Like he's going to fold. He already is basically. Right. So I think everything that he says is going to be what we should believe pretty much.
0: Yeah. So the other, he's not about to other- go down.
2: Like he's going to take the plea, like a hundred, yeah. like, Gonna
0: did. Yeah. yeah, they all did. um But speaking of the trial, one of the one of the strains in the running for Jen Shaw was Larry Bird, like jailbird Oh, I love
2: that. Funny. I love um, that.
0: But also, I had Jet Fuel because, like, she is has the power. Like, she will go from here, you know, zero, zero to one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I gave um the Incredible Hulk because, again, she can go from zero to one hundred. But then also there's another string called Black Diamond. And I don't know if you remember from the first season when she went when they went skiing, she goes, they're going to think I'm Black Diamond because I look Black Diamond. Yeah, for sure.
2: And she had like that, like a Russian kind of like puffy hat thing
0: on. Yeah, she looked amazing. I love her glam. But anyways, last but not least is, you know, Lisa Barlow. So Uh I know, right? A
2: follower, a Twitter follower of reality by Ashley, actually.
0: That was my birthday
2: present this year from another person everybody should follow. Um, M. Pajette Brewster, kind of a controversial figure on Twitter, but a friend of mine, a great friend of mine, and he got Lisa Barlow, because he can pull all the strings. He got Lisa Barlow to follow me for my birthday. So shout out to him for that. And shout out to Lisa Barlow for being a total was
0: your your birthday recently? December twenty third. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, wait, yeah. are you Pisces It's been some awesome. months, but
2: yeah. <laughs> awesome. Gemma, Lisa's the queen. Lisa's the best. Lisa's everything. She's, whatever strange she is, it's going to be like an OG after it because she is, now. she's a brand, she's like the, it's like when OGs start, you know, like when you watch Potomac and you're like, okay, Karen and Giselle are going to be on this forever. They yeah. are queens. They're like the central force. I immediately I got that with Lisa. Like, Elisa is an OG in training. I feel like.
0: Oh shoot! I got the wrong (laughs) picture up. Hold on.
2: Drama queen! I love it. That's a great picture of her, though. I think I posted that. Can you see this? It says drama queen and like a amazing
0: picture of Lisa Barlow. It's a dream queen. Oh, dream queen. Okay. Yes, dream queen. (laughs) Lisa Barlow is my favorite housewife, and. You know, at the end of the day, we don't know these people. We see edited versions of their lives. And I don't know the ins and outs of her relationships with Whitney, Heather. Like, we just see parts of it. Why? The reason why she's my favorite, though, like, I just have so much respect for her, for her brand, her business, um, just how she, like you said, you don't have to say you're cool when you're cool. Like, Lisa Barlow is amazing she's the queen so yeah. I just and oh, I like yeah. I I feel like she does try to like stay true to her values um but people twist it a lot I don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: but also, well, uh, mean, one thing I
1: definitely don't...
0: know no go ahead Sorry, go ahead no I'm
1: good I
2: was just go gonna ahead. say one thing about Lisa that I definitely relate to is that like everybody's always like I I relate to her feeling of like everybody is blaming me and everybody is ganging up on me. And it's like, I, I don't want to say it this way, but it's like, Lisa's basically saying like, you just don't like me because I'm the cool girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really what she's saying. She's like, I don't, is she's it? like, it's not an attitude. It's not, I don't dislike you. Yeah. I'm not judgmental necessarily. It's just like, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of top tier. Right. She's just yeah. top here. of course course you're going to be looking down on people when you're at the top right and so and I judge housewives a lot by honestly glam fashion things like that that they bring to the table and I love that she wears acrylic nails I love that she drinks diet coke (laughs) I love that she eats fast food I love that she's always wearing something that seems appropriate for this the you know she doesn't like wear some big feathered gown yeah like, her,
0: some well she's dinner. a like, new yorker remember yeah she'll <laughs>
2: wear like leather pants she'll wear leggings she'll wear jeans whatever it is you know what I mean so it's like I think she always just looks like so on point
0: yes so my other <laughs> like strains that were in the running I had thin mint skittles runts ice cream candy just because she eats all that like I like fast food yeah. and I like fine dining <laughs> so i just a like relatable queen that. in my
2: opinion like we haven't had like um, a, a housewife that eats taco bell and drinks like i drink diet coke like i, I guarantee you i drink more than lisa barlow and so like i, 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 we, I haven't had that representation i love yeah. it
0: i also had and jealousy because she- everyone's jealous of her i had um rock star legend og el jefe and then like there you basically- go i love that one <laughs> Every single queen, there's like dream queen, green queen, killer queen, ice queen, white queen, Dutch queen, all this stuff. So I was like, yes, all of anything with queen in it is Lisa Barlow. I I love love that, that. love that, love that. And I just want to thank you so much for joining me. This is so great that we finally, I mean, it's been like a year, I think, since we started following each other. Um, I followed
2: you, I'm almost positive I followed you first, I started following like your shop because i oh, love your really? like, merch so much yeah and then people would always ask me like oh do you know like bravo merch or whatever and i would always tell
0: them to go to you well maybe you can start your own reality by ashley merch soon oh my gosh yeah right people will
2: buy it and like burn it <laughs> no. videos of themselves like lighting it on fire
0: oh my gosh haters are <laughs> number one fans so the
2: <laughs> haters gonna hate it right
0: Oh my gosh! Well, thank you again so much. It was so great talking to you. Finally, face. face. Anytime, uh, I'm down. Anytime. Fantastic, amazing. Have a great day, Ashley. I'll talk to you you. soon.
1: Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) Thanks again to Reality by Ashley. You can
0: follow her on Twitter. I'll have a link in my episode description, and don't forget for season two two, two for season two, I am upgrading to video as you can see, so you'll be able to get each podcast episode on YouTube in addition to all the podcast platforms, which includes Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you have a podcast platform that you prefer that we don't have available yet, just uh, comment or shoot me a message and I'll see what I can do. And don't forget, I will be doing two new episodes a week. At least that's my goal. So don't forget to subscribe, like, review, comment. Turn on notifications, follow, uh, share the link, DM me, sign up for my newsletter so that you can get email notifications for when I have new episodes that launch or new merch, which you can also find at bravoandblaze.com. And don't forget to hit up all my social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. They might kick me off though. So I
1: don't know about that one, but thanks again, everyone for joining. Stay lit fam.